welcome back to another episode of the Huga Girls podcast. We're just dropping in to give you guys a quick little bonus episode this week. And yes, I do mean we because it's not just me this time. Yeah. <laughs> Emma, you want to say hi? Yeah. So I'm Emma. What's up, everyone? I was on here. Um, how long ago was that? Almost a month, probably. Yeah, um, I think it was a- two episodes ago. Yeah, I did a little guest star moment, but, you know, now I'm back for more. Yeah, so you guys loved our episode together talking about social media and the iGeneration, so we figured why not make Emma a normal thing on the show, because after all, it is the Huga Girls podcast, and without a co-host, I'm just Huga Girl, and that's kind of lame. Huga <laughs> Gal. I'm a Huga Gal, yeah. I know. We got, we got to um, be a nice strong cohort exactly so what this (laughs) means for this show is that i'm still going to record every other week by myself or with a special guest but on the weeks in between emma and i are going to record together and put out some episodes for you guys relating to college life or the life of someone growing up in the i generation so this means an episode like today which is by the way um how to get through finals All of our study tips and tricks, we'll dive further into that in a little bit. Um, But also, we'll have topics like how we budget our money, maintain a positive social life in college, how we get through um, living in a small living space, because Emma and I both have lived slash are living in a smaller space with roommates. So we're just going to discuss all of that in the upcoming weeks, which is so exciting. Yes. Um, I'm so pumped. I know. I'm I'm excited, too. Um, It's... You know, I feel so official being on here every other week now. I'm excited. I know. Well, I'm excited to have you. I'm sure that the audience is excited to have you, too, because I think you guys have probably noticed when I talk by myself, I say a lot of likes and ums, and my dad oh, pointed hard. out to me. Oh, so. my goodness. I cannot imagine doing it by myself. Because I you just like, sit down, and you just have to keep talking, and you're like, oh, well. my gosh. Well, yeah, I feel like I'm a like-ummer even without... Um, oh, I am, too, Even, even sure. without... Um, doing it by myself, even just in conversation, I, I really do try to be careful because that is a that is a weird generation thing that's come about. And I even realized my um, my econ professor, I think two days ago, I guess at this point, but he was giving a lecture and it was like 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 he even him with like, it's annoying. Yeah. I know, and he's he has a doctorate from Harvard, literally the smartest man. And yeah. I was like, wow, this man can't even stop with the likes. It's you know that's a little off topic, but yeah. it's, it really is no. a problem. But it, it helps to have someone to bounce off of, so you're not trying exactly. to fill the random empty spaces with. Yeah, I found myself just going like. Um, so, and then I, afterwards I was editing it and I was like, I can't even edit these out there and they're too much. So mm-hmm. I'm very, I even do so when I'm talking, but I feel like it's a good transition. It's fine. But it I'm is. very excited that you're on the show, Emma, and, um, we stay can bounce tuned, off guys. of each other. Yeah. It's very exciting. So we'll get started off with our highs and lows. Emma, you want to start? Yeah. So hi. I don't know if I've told you this. I, um, applied you to You told me last a, week, I think. Oh, I did. Yeah. So I applied to do a study abroad program in Costa Rica and I'm officially accepted into that. And this week I, I counted as this week's high. Technically, I think it was last week when I got accepted, but this week I've got set like all the details, some of that, which includes how much money I have to pay, which is more on the, Ooh, on the low side, Yeah, <laughs> more on the low side. But um, just overall, I've been getting a lot more information this week about everything I'm going to be doing. And I mean, I'm pretty much full force into it. Um, and I'm really excited for that. So that's just something that I don't know, that's been keeping me in a good mood, getting me excited for, I know that's in May, so kind of a while away, but something to keep me, no. something to keep me focused. 
Hey everyone, it's Emma. I just wanted to interrupt the episode really quickly while we are on the topic of Costa Rica and tell you guys about Pure Vita Bracelets, a company I'm sure you have heard of and that was actually founded in Costa Rica. Pure Vita Bracelets helps provide full-time jobs to artisans worldwide and donates millions to charity through products that give back. Personally, I have worn their bracelets for literally years and I am happy to help support their mission while also helping myself accessorize and just look really cute. Pure Vita actually stands for Simple Life or Pure Life and I just love the simplicity of the slogan and their mission and you guys should definitely check them out at PureVitaBracelets.com. Let's get back into the episode. I'm jealous. That's so exciting. I was thinking about that because you're doing your study abroad in May and then I leave in September. So Mm. you're going to be abroad for a little bit and then we'll have a couple months home together and well, not even together because I'll be in Colorado. I know. And then we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. (laughs) Okay. So what's your low? (laughs) Okay. So my low, um, I don't know if you can tell from my voice. It's, I struggle a little bit because I've been sick. I just, everyone's sick. It's, inevitable at this point to get something um so I have a little bit of just like head congestion and all that non-fun stuff that just comes jazz yeah all that jazz well what happens is um when it gets cold it's just I feel like you can't avoid getting sick and just now like this is the first week here even though it's been November South Carolina you know how it is um this is the first week that it's been actually very very cold like it, it says it feels like 34 today so I mean that's honestly like I know Colorado's you know piles of snow and like 10 yeah. degrees but I mean 34 is chilly like um and there's no humidity or anything that we're used to so um I've been fighting the cold and the cold gave me a cold I'm pretty sure yeah so no. that's probably my low I was noticing that I was snapchatting one of my friends who also goes to South Carolina and he was like, it's so annoying. It's so cold outside. And I think it was like 35 degrees. And I was like, I'm so excited. It's such a warm day today. And it was like 37 degrees because yeah. here it's like you get above 30 and it's like, oh, yes, like I can wear shorts and like a long sleeve top. And I know the difference freeze. is crazy. <laughs> well, and but, I also um, I just have a ton of essays due this week and next week. Um and I've been pretty good about not procrastinating them. They're just, you know, they're just a pain to do. Um, I just have a lot of written assignments. Like, I have two due tomorrow. I turned in one on Monday, discussion post yesterday, and then I have, like, a long Spanish essay due next week, which is just stressful. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then a presentation later on next week, too. So I just have a, I have a lot to grind out. It's, it's yeah. busy. You'll get there, though. Thank you. So <laughs> you're welcome. Here with all your encouragement. Hit me up. Um, So what are you most excited for for the upcoming week? Well, um, I'm excited for this weekend because I'm actually going to Clemson. Um, So Clemson is our rival school for people that don't know because I go to South Carolina. So Clemson is our rival. Football is very big. And Clemson is killing it in the football game right now, so we don't really (laughs) rival them too well because it's pretty obvious who's better, which is them. But, um, you know, not school or college just isn't about sports. But um, even though there are rivals, I'm excited to go there. I haven't been there all semester. I haven't been there since probably this time last year. So just going to see some friends that I haven't seen in a long time. And I'm excited, you know, even, even though it's, you know, the... The bad school, the <laughs> the bad side of the state. Um, I, you know, I'm just excited to see tons of my friends who go there. Yeah, it'll be good to catch up with people, especially mm-hmm. high school friends that you haven't seen in a while. Just a little road trip, you know? Yeah, I'm excited for when I come home and we 
have the Clemson South Carolina game just yes, for the same she's reason. She's coming to visit me. I am. I'm going right after Thanksgiving. I'm flying into Columbia and staying with Emma, and then I'm excited because I'll also get to see some of my high school friends. So yes, I get what you so mean. Fun. I know. So, so fun. my high for this week is um, I have Friendsgiving on Saturday night. So. A bunch of girls from my sorority and all of our littles are going over to one of our friend's apartments and we're having Friendsgiving. So all of us were assigned slash like volunteered for a dish. So I'm doing, I think, mac and cheese and a couple of side veggie dishes. So like Brussels sprouts or mashed potatoes or something like that with my friend Chloe. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be really good. good. And then my low, um, which this kind of plays into it, the reason we're doing Friendsgiving on Saturday night is because next week is finals week, um, which is crazy. I'll kind (laughs) of talk more about that um, in a little bit, how my school set up, and you guys are probably like, how do you already have finals? It's November. But um, we're doing Friendsgiving on Saturday night because next week is finals week, so um, all of us have our finals starting Monday. I actually have one this Friday because we have the option to take it early. So I'm taking that on Friday, which is a little stressful. That is stressful. But that also brings me into what I'm most excited about for the upcoming week. And it's that after I finish my exam on at noon on Thursday, um, I'm on winter break. So that means no school until January. Um, and that is insane. <laughs> oh my goodness. Cannot imagine. It's just because the University of Denver is on a quarter system, but Basically, they're on trimesters. So we have quarter one, which is September through mid-November, and we get off um, about a week before Thanksgiving, and we're off until, I think, January 6th this year, after New Year's for sure. So then quarter two is January through March, and then we have spring break, and then quarter three um, is March through June. And then technically quarter four is like the summer quarter, but no one goes to it, so it's really like a trimester system. Um, oh, that's why they call it quarter. Yeah, because I was always confused because you had three, I guess, three little chunks, and then you called it quarters. I was like, technically, that math is not right. But yeah, no. I guess if you count, there's a summer quarter that I guess you could take classes if you wanted yeah. to. Yeah, so the summer quarter is end of June through um, end of August, but okay, no one really sense. takes classes. So it is technically year-round if you wanted it to be, but no one's here over the I summer. mean, that's how any college is. I mean, we have summer classes. Um, yeah. Because I guess we just call it a semester, a summer semester. So wouldn't you be a trimester? I mean, technically. (laughs) Well, because you would have to, like, you would have to enroll in summer classes separately from just your normal schedule. Yeah. Um, I actually schedule or actually register for my classes for next semester tomorrow. So That's exciting. Well, it's going to come around, and I've been watching my classes to make sure the seats aren't getting snatched from me. I registered for mine for winter quarter um, starting in January last week two weeks ago maybe Mm -hmm. and I actually really like my schedule I stacked my classes Tuesday Wednesday Thursday just how you like (laughs) so I don't have class Monday and then I have a 90 minute lab on Friday um in the morning but apparently attendance is optional so we'll see so maybe maybe not maybe we'll just exactly but it'll be nice I'm the kind of person where I like to have my classes stacked because I like Mm -hmm. to have a full day of classes and then have a full day to kind of reset So that's a pretty good transition into um, us talking about the differences between our two schools. That's kind of how we're going to start this episode. So just to give you guys an overview, this episode is um, to help you guys get through the rest of your quarter, semester, whatever you were on um, for school and get through finals. I thought it would be a really good opportunity to do this episode just because 
I'm going through finals next week. Um, this was my last week of classes. It's currently Wednesday when we're recording. So I literally have one more day of classes, which is absolutely insane. I cannot believe that. I know. <laughs> um, so we just thought that it would be a cool opportunity to talk to you guys about finals and finals week and our tips and tricks and all that kind of stuff. Um, just because I know most of you probably are not on a quarter system. You're more in the same boat as Emma. And you're going to be having finals coming up after Thanksgiving. So we might as well go ahead and get the episode up just so we can chat with you guys about it. So, Emma, you want to talk about your major and your school and, like, all that jazz? Yeah, sure. So I'm a public health major, and then I'm also minoring in Spanish. So my public health classes mainly focus on just um, community health problems along with, like, you know, epidemiological stuff, so diseases and how um, just different health care systems work in maybe the U.S. versus other countries and their healthcare system. So I've been really enjoying my classes, but um, basically you either have a class Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or you have it Tuesday, Thursday. If you have it Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's only a 50 month, a 50 minute block of class. Um, and then Tuesday, Thursday, if you have it, it will be an hour and 15. Um, so neither are too long. Yeah. Um, Neither are too long, and sometimes I find myself getting bored even at the en- near the end of my 50-minute class. I'm like, come on, Emma, it hasn't been that long. You can do yeah. it. But, um, yeah, so that's pretty much how my classes go. And then labs are just whack, and they mess stuff up. So labs are like usually – across the board. It is across the board. So labs can be anywhere from an hour to three hours, um, usually once a week. So this – this semester, I actually don't have any labs for the first time, and it's been so nice because my schedule is just nice and simple. I have two classes, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Friday I only have one, um, but Monday, Wednesday I have two, and then Tuesday, Thursday I have three, and then I have no extra random blocks in the day for labs or recitations or any of that fancy stuff, but yeah. um, I just got lucky this semester because I pretty much avoided um, I avoided having those things. Yeah, that's so nice. Um, so for me, I also have labs, but I have a different kind of lab. Well, I guess technically I have a science lab this quarter and next quarter and the following quarter, but yeah, I'm doing that. science. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, I'm a marketing major. I'm minoring in business analytics. Um, so that's essentially statistics information and the analysis of the data, um, that you're collecting all fun stuff. I know. So, <laughs> um, fun. so I'm, I'm in, <laughs> aren't you? So I'm in the business school at the University of Denver, and we're required to take business core classes. So that's two levels of accounting, finance, management, law and ethics, ethics. Wow. All that jazz. Um, So definitely not the most fun thing in the entire world. I'm in accounting one right now, and it's actually kicking my butt. It is, Um, yeah. It's so hard. I've seen all your snaps struggling. Oh, I know. It's it's (laughs) awful. But um, since I do go to a liberal arts college, um, I'm required to take a certain number of history, language, um, science, English classes. So, for example, we have to do a language and science sequence. So what that means is for most people, freshman year, um, you do three consecutive quarters of a language. So I did Spanish one, two, and three. And then sophomore year, you do three consecutive quarters of science. So I'm doing sustaining life, which is a biology class. And that has a lab attached to it, um, which is less than ideal. It's for three hours. And (laughs) this quarter, it was Wednesday. And it's just, we kind of did the same type of stuff, I feel like, as maybe your public health classes do. We talked a lot about infectious diseases and Mm -hmm. pandemics and epidemics and all that kind of stuff. 
Um, but my classes vary so much. So sometimes I have Monday, Friday classes for two hours, which is so weird. The business school likes to throw in the Monday, Fridays. And I'm like, those are my two least favorite days. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? Um, or like a Monday through Thursday class for an hour each day. Um, but it's most common to have two hour classes two times a week. So this means, um, like for example, this quarter I stacked my classes. So I had class all day Tuesday and Thursday, which is how I did it next quarter also. And then on Wednesdays, I have my bio lab in the morning for three hours and then my hybrid course on Wednesday nights. So what I mean by hybrid course is um, we only meet once a week in person for two hours, but it's a four credit class because we have online assignments due. And this is really not common. This is so Um, complex. (laughs) Yeah, it's not common on my campus at all. But that's the thing is since all the classes vary so much, it's it's kind of a pain in the butt to fit your schedule in because like you'll have accounting lab for an hour on Friday or on Thursday, and then you can't schedule a class that's a Tuesday-Thursday class during that time frame. Yeah, that's the problem I I ran into this semester. Um, Well, when looking at my registration for next semester, my lab is blocking the time of the class that I would want. So it it really does make it complicated because you obviously, like, I'm kind of like you. I like to stack my classes. So, Mm -hmm. you know, this semester I go to class I do three classes in a row and then I come back and I'm done and it's perfect um but my lab my lab is freaking me up a little bit and it's making making me sad. yeah exactly <laughs> labs ruin everything like we've if we haven't already established that in this podcast episode so basically Rob, the, the title suck. of this podcast is never take a lab science <laughs> yes exactly but Emma do your labs count for credit hours um, they're one credit, yeah. Oh, that's nice. So how many credits are you taking this quarter or so this I, semester? I have 15. Um, I have 15. That's five classes, three apiece. Um, usually I'll do 16. That's a typical for me because then I'll have a lab that's one other credit. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So most full to be a full-time student, you take 12, which is four classes, and you can take up to 18. Um, so I usually do 15 and... Have a lab, so it's around 16. Okay, ours is the same. You have to take 12 credit hours to be a full-time student, but that's four classes. Mm-hmm. So it's, That's how ours is, too. Or, no, wait, it's three classes, sorry. So, because there are four credit classes. Oh. So this quarter oh. I'm taking... Um, All this math, 14, man. I know. <laughs> this quarter I'm taking 14 credit hours, so I'm taking three classes plus a two-credit class, so it only meets mm-hmm. once a week. But the reason I did this is because I had eight additional hours of class or lab that counted for zero credits, which is so stupid because I had three hours of um, lab on Wednesdays that didn't count for anything, and then I had two hours of a zero credit business class that didn't count for anything and then but I also you have had, to do it <laughs> exactly so it's like required so Dang. this was actually the most probably strenuous um course load I've ever taken mm-hmm. it was hard but it was only 14 credit hours which is kind of annoying but usually yeah. I take around 16 to 18 I took I'm pretty sure last semester I took 13 um, so I had four classes, and then that 13 came from having one lab. But mm-hmm. that was by far my hardest semester. It really is just depending on the type of classes and then how your labs are stacked, because labs are, like, hidden credit hours, because I had exactly. a recitation for cre- – oh, I had a res- recitation for chemistry, too, which was, like, an hour and a half, and then I had lab, and all of that together was one one credit, but it's, you know, five hours of my week. Exactly. Uh, so I definitely feel you on that. 
Yeah, you don't realize how much the zero credit stuff adds up until you start doing it. So um, that kind of leads us into our next thing is just like how much time we specifically spend studying and doing homework. um, And we're just going to talk kind of more about our classes and the time that we spend studying before we move into our tips and tricks. So um, for me, I think that the amount of time I spend studying or doing homework depends on the week. So each Sunday I spend at least three hours getting ready for the week ahead, getting ahead on my assignments. If I have an exam that week, I create a study schedule for myself. And then throughout the week, um, I usually spend at least two hours, probably more if I'm being honest with myself, doing homework each day. And I just do that either all at once or I complete little tasks like more online, like little homework assignments in mm-hmm. between classes or during, during a break type thing. Or during another class, haha. Or during another class, yeah. No. <laughs> um, I agree. It really is the week. Like I was saying this week, um, I don't have stuff due every day, but I have big stuff due a few times this week. So like tomorrow I had two essays due. So technically I haven't really had homework, you know, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday night. But mm-hmm. if I wasn't working on stuff, then I'd be so behind at this point. So yeah. Um, so all my, my big stuff's due tomorrow, um, but I've been pretty good about procrastinating, so a pat, pat on my own back. But, yeah, um, that's good. It really just depends on what kind of assignments you have, which is what you were getting at with, I guess, your own line assignments, mm-hmm. because you have to filter it that way. And this semester has really become more about bigger things do less often rather than smaller things do every single day. And mm-hmm. that's honest. I honestly like it better because it... I can chill out more. Well, you can do things on your own time. And yeah. if you grind it out one day and get everything done, you can kind of take a break and, like, breathe for a second. Before yeah, you I have, have a paper due November 30th, and I'm already done with it. And it's so nice. Like, it's yeah. just such – it's so behind me now. and Exactly. I, I'm just thankful that so, I actually sat down and did it. <laughs> yeah, so kind of going off of that, I know for me, um, I – like my exam and my assignments kind of vary in like how much they weigh for each like, oh, class. Definitely. Yeah. Like for me, um, the majority of my classes, I have lots of weekly assignments due online. So like not what you were saying. And I, that's super annoying. Like I have something called top hat for my science class. I know what you're talking about. Oh, actually. I hate top hat. And then, yeah. um, Ours is called I have, like owl or something. Yeah. And then we use, like, the McGraw-Hill Connect yes, for, like, our text. Yes, we text. use that, I'm too. Like, oh, this is so annoying. So we have, like, little things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, since I'm in the business school, there's lots and lots and lots of group projects, which is so annoying because they're mm-hmm. trying to teach you to work on a team. Um, so those also factor into my grade. So that makes my two midterms and final exams count for less, so around, like, 20 to 25%. Mm-hmm. And, yes, I did say two midterms. Have I told you about this, Emma, how I have two midterms and then a final? You have two? Wait, I'm trying I have to two do that midterms. math in my head. It's because we have 10 <laughs> weeks. So we have 10 weeks in the quarter system, and then we have a week of our final exams. So around week three, we have a midterm, which always comes up so fast because you're like, I've been in school for two weeks, and now I have a midterm. Um, and then our yeah, second midterm crazy. is week seven, mm-hmm. and then the final is um, usually after the end of week 10. But then, like, that's just for my business classes. And then for my other classes, so, like, my bio class, I have assignments due each week. But then my midterm, final, and my lab count for 80% of my grade. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's how my exams have been kind of stressful this semester. Um, Just because of that, it it counts for a whole lot, whole lot. My econ exam grades were um, 
I'm pretty sure there's 70% of my grade between two exams. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I did good on it though, so that's what matters. Well, good. Proud of you. <laughs> I know, but it's one of those things that sometimes if you take a test and then you don't do that hot, there's things to cushion it and ways to mm-hmm. build back up. But my classes have been like, sorry, this is your shot. <laughs> but yeah, um, I've been... So I've, I've just made sure to prepare very, very well because I know that's how my rubrics and my grading mm-hmm. systems laid out. And it's and it's gone pretty good. So, Yeah, and I feel like this isn't even really – I mean, we're not even in the tip section of the podcast yet, but I feel like a good tip for that is, like, kind of know what your exams are weighted ahead of time mm-hmm. because if they're weighted a lot more, maybe spend a lot more time studying for them. So maybe start week one – and start reviewing at the end of each week, knowing that you're going to have a midterm, like, week six or something, you know? Yeah, definitely. And if you know that, well, if your homework's only, like, 5% of your grade, you don't need to spend an hour on one homework problem that you can't get. You know, sometimes exactly. you, you just have to take the L and realize, like, in the end, you know, like, this is going to be probably no effect on my grade, and that time would probably be better used studying. Yeah. Exactly. And then one more thing kind of going off of that, and then we can get into our tips and tricks. I'm just curious. But are your um, classes, is attendance mandatory? It depends. Um, So this is pretty much how it goes. It either goes (coughs) attendance is mandatory, and you have to usually use iClickers to, like, click in and answer, and your iClickers, like, hook to your student account so they can tell who's there. Um, So it either does that or the class is too small for them to not know you're missing or mm-hmm. um a lot of professors will come in and they'll be like okay this is the deal I don't care if you're here but you're not going to do good in my class if you're not it's up to you you know it's in your hands yeah. um that's how a lot of my guess quote-unquote harder classes are um because they're trying to I guess teach you the responsibility of um, managing your time and actually making it to the classes that you pay for. And I, of course, like, I always go to class unless there's a legit reason that I can't. But Same. Well, you're paying for those classes. Yeah. I think I broke it down one time, and it's, like, over $100 a class that every time you miss, you know? That's insane. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my classes, honestly, um, if I – if I, or sorry, as I've progressed through the major, have become more that type of instruction of, like, hey – I'm not forcing you to be here. You don't have to be, but you know, good luck if you're not, because I everything I talk about can be on the exam. So yeah, but what about you? So we have um, our classes are a lot smaller. Um, The biggest class I think on campus is like 150 people, and that's like unheard of. My biggest class this quarter is 100 people, and it's my bio class. Um, And even there, our attendance is mandatory. She takes it through Top Hat, and you have to be like participating the entire time. Mm -hmm. Um, But then for all of my business classes, they're pretty much around 30 people. So one, the professors know your name, and if you don't go to class, they're like, hey, why weren't you in class? Um, Not like in a mean way, but they're just like – did something come up like whatever well they can Um, tell (laughs) exactly and then um they also sometimes use attendance as a big part of your grade Mm -hmm. so I actually have a professor she's so mean I I this is my accounting professor and I just am really not doing well in her class and she's a very good teacher like she knows how to teach the information but she's so scary that 
people like don't show up to class. Like we started our class, I think had 45 people. We now have 17 people. That's how many people dropped Dropped this accounting class. Oh my goodness. Because she's just so scary, but she carries around this piece of paper. (laughs) No, actually. And I think she likes me too is the other thing. So I'm like, I have no reason to be scared of her, but I am. I'm terrified. (laughs) And she carries around this sheet of paper and it has all of our names printed out and then a picture of our yes, face my next Spanish to our professor name. Has that. So when she asks us a question in class, because usually she asks you a question on like the reading or something that you were supposed to do when you're supposed to understand it. And if you don't know the answer to it, she puts a giant Sharpie black X over your face for that day. Oh my God. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> and so she's intense. like wrong. And then you don't get counted as present for that day. That that happened my first semester chemistry class last year. Like, my first semester of college, it was the same thing. It's like, if she asked you a question or if you were asked a question to, like, click in and you got it wrong, it's like you didn't even go. Yeah. And, and I, like, I think I'm that's here. a horrible instructing method. I'm like, don't yeah. get me absent for, like, being here. But if you miss exactly. the question, it's like, might as well just not have showed up. Exactly. And I was like, I... I don't that's think so, I missed that's a question. That's so scary. I know what you mean now. Yeah, because the first um, week I, like, learned about this, and I was like, oh, my God. And she was like, the reading is optional. I would do it, though, because if you don't know the answers, you're not going to be present. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh so I did all the X, readings. Big, yeah. fat X. Have you got exactly. X before? I haven't gotten X. <gasps> I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I was really scared one time because I thought I was going to get X because she, like, was asking stuff to the class that I had no idea what was going on. And then when she asked me a question, it was, like, something so simple. Like, it was on the sheet of paper that we were working on. So I was like, oh, thank God. Because I forgot lucky. to read. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. So, so kind of going off of that a little bit, there's not really an easy segue into our tips and tricks for studying. But um, Emma and I have come up with 10 – tips for you guys just for um, your upcoming weeks of finals, last weeks of classes. Um, We know that you probably have a lot of exams and papers and projects due. So these are just some things that we kind of came up with. So help um, you out. Yeah, help you guys out. So our first tip that we said was to limit your caffeine intake and prioritize sleep. So um, good old sleep. (laughs) Sleep is so important, and you're going to get sick if you don't get enough sleep. I guarantee Mm it. Um, Same thing with caffeine. Don't drink a bunch of coffee and stay up until unreasonable hours of the night for an 8 a.m. exam. Like you need your sleep, which kind of brings me into my second tip, which is don't pull all nighters. Don't do it. Don't do it, Emma. Have you ever done an all nighter? I have not. And I haven't either. With reason. I mean, I've been up until like three before, but your body literally, like at that point, is so tired. It's not even retaining anything that you're trying to shove into it, exactly. and you're gonna wake up. Or if I guess if you pull an all nighter, you're never gonna wake up because you never never fell asleep. But you're just gonna be so mentally exhausted that it's not worth it. Exams no. are so like. Especially in college, I feel like they're so, they're such a mental test more than like a how much you really know stuff. Yeah. Um, it's trying to get you to pull concepts and think critically, or that's how a lot of my classes mm-hmm. have been. Um, obviously, you have the questions of like, what is this? And then you have to write it, and it's right or wrong. But so many classes are really requiring you to think. And if you're exhausted, like, that's just not going to go in your favor. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also, um, it's scientifically proven that a sleepless night, like, is going to make you more forgetful. Like, it's going to um, inhibit or disinhibit. What's a way of saying not inhibiting something? I really can't 
Pro with my words today. Yes. There we go. Thank you. It's you're going welcome. to prohibit your cognitive function. So College you're not going to be. <laughs> where it's, it's week 10 for me. My brain's a little dead. I feel but, um, so it actually leaves you more susceptible to false memories. So, or it oh, can just perfect. cause um, <laughs> fogginess and forgetfulness. So literally like if you don't get a good night's sleep, not only are you not going to remember the content that you were studying the night before, but also you're going to basically make up memories. So you don't want that. And then the other bad thing about not getting enough sleep is that it triggers a change in your hormones, um, which affects your metabolism because you start releasing um, leptin and ghrelin, which I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Sorry if I'm not. But basically, those are hormones that make you feel hungrier and make you crave more carbohydrates and sugary foods. So... You know, you your, gain body, a your body pounds. just needs the extra off because you're not giving it to them. Exactly, because yeah. you're not sleeping enough. That honestly and does make sense. Yeah. Hey guys, Maddie here. Just popping in to talk to you guys about getting a good night's sleep. Like Emma and I discussed, getting a good night's sleep is so important for your health and well-being, especially during finals week. That's why we use Ollie Sleep Gummies. These gummies help you have a healthy sleep cycle by giving you a little bit of extra melatonin. It's a naturally occurring sleep hormone in your body that helps promote a good night's rest. It also has L-thymine, which is an amino acid that encourages calmness in your body, and flower botanicals that have been used for relaxation for centuries. Use code OLLI15 for 15% off your next container of OLLI sleep gummies. Again, that's OLLI15, O-L-L-Y-1-5, for 15% off your next purchase. That leads... To my next tip, um, this has nothing to do with sleep whatsoever. Get your sleep, ladies and gents. Yes. Um, So switch up where you study. And for me, um, I like to do it by subject. So, for example, if I have a bio exam, maybe I go to the library and reserve a study room with big whiteboards. And then I can draw concept maps, talk things through, whatever. For my marketing exam, maybe I'll go to a local coffee shop, bring my laptop, make a study guide, and then eventually your brain's going to connect that, oh, this study room means bio, or this specific coffee shop means marketing. Um, So with that, make sure you're studying in places that are beneficial to your study style for that subject. So like if you know that you need to be in a completely quiet space to study chemistry, don't go to a coffee shop that has music blaring. Like it's just not a good idea. So Emma, do you have anything to add? No, I definitely agree. Like, I usually, um, to study econ, I didn't even realize I was um, mentally doing this, but we usually go to my friend's house, and now that I've thought about it, I kind of associate when I'm there, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be grinding out econ, and then me and two of my friends in my public health class, one of them is also in my sorority, so we always meet um, at my sorority house to study public health, and we get in there, and we talk through concepts and everything, but... I think that definitely can be beneficial because it just it you already have a pre-established mindset of like okay I'm gonna you know I'm gonna grind it out yeah exactly so Emma you want to go over one of your tips yeah um so sorry I, guys we just have random tips in random orders so we're trying to <laughs> of course space it out for you guys we got ten we have ten, ten tips ten big boy tips so <laughs> I think a really good tip. Um, or stuff that works some or something that works good for me is finding people in class to study with and people that you obviously are going to work well with. So, I like I was just saying, I was kind of segueing off of what I was talking about with my 
friend in my sorority or my friends in econ that I go to their house. Um, I found that it's really, really helpful to me to find a few people that are also motivated to, you know, succeed in the class, do well. And you guys can just sit together and talk things out, ask each other, ask each other questions about the content. Um, and I, what really works for me is when I can explain, like I can explain well, I can verbalize well, what the answer to a question is or what a concept is about because when you can verbalize it then you know that you really do know it in your head because sometimes if you're just like skimming over multiple choice you're like okay got it got it got it like I would get that if it came up but then you have those blank moments on exams and you're looking at that question you're like goodness like I know I saw this but I just can't get it um so something that's helped me with that specific problem on exams is just like getting together with people and really talking it out all you have to do is be like hey can you you know throw a question at your friend can you describe you know two ways that blah 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 like whatever your subject's about and then if they can verbalize it then you know you got it down packed so that's really helped me it's just like having steady buddies to talk it out with yeah and and it's not as boring That's very true. That actually kind of relates to one of the tips that I came up with that didn't really make the cut um, for the podcast, but I guess it is now. Um, I was just going to say, well, now I'm blame breaking. Blame brain, brain, brain blanking. <laughs> nice wow. job. Um, and that was to teach the information to other people. So yeah, kind of like yeah, what you yeah. were saying, like if you can vocalize it and you can really connect the concepts and ideas, I feel like you actually know the information like Emma was saying versus just a multiple for choice. Sure. Um, yeah, so just kind of practice the, teaching it. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, um, know who you study well with. So like Emma was saying, like she has a good group of people for econ, for public health. I have a good group of people for my bio class. I have a good group of people for my marketing class. But for other classes, maybe it's not that productive to study with people. Mm -hmm. Um, So, for example, like if you need to write a 10-page paper for your final exam, maybe don't go study with 10 of your best friends because – um, you're probably you're gonna get going your to name get on the done. top of the paper and that's about it exactly so in that case maybe isolate yourself um try reserving a study room or going to a quieter coffee shop or going in your room if you know your roommate's not going to be there um and really just get in the zone so I feel like knowing um if you study well with people for certain subjects or for certain projects or papers or whatever versus um knowing that you don't study well with them is also a very big responsibility thing. For yes. your academics. Exactly. Because it's always fun to be, oh my gosh, like, let's go study together. But if you know, you, if it's your best friend that you guys can never stop laughing together, like, that's just probably not the best use of your time. Um, exactly. So my friends, I'm, my friends in my classes, I'm friends with outside of class. But when we're studying, like, we get to our table and we just, you know, we actually study and it's really helpful. Yeah, that's good. I remember one time, um, one of my best friends here, Camilla, we texted each other and I was like, hey, you want to study together tonight? And she was like, yeah, sure. Let's grab dinner and study. So we grabbed dinner and then we just kept talking and talking and talking. We got back to my room at probably like eight. She left around 1130 and we hadn't even opened our laptops except for to look at funny pictures from last year. Like we did not get a single thing done when we were trying to study. (laughs) Thank you. I know. No, but that's (laughs) really how it goes sometimes. Yeah. And you just have to know like, okay, I really need to get stuff done today. And I'm so thankful for that night because it was a really great night with Camilla. Mm -hmm. And like, we had a lot of fun, but I was like, "Mm, 
maybe should have been doing some homework, you know? Definitely. So well, that's, just prioritize. I think one of the tips that you put down, too, um, really goes along with that is just knowing when you're going to be most productive and creating a study schedule. Like, maybe, you know, like, it was after dinner. You know, maybe your brain isn't just, like, now it's your time brain to shut study. Off. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably part of the problem along with, you know, being one of your being with one of your best friends. Yeah. But um, I know that just like knowing you personally, I know that you don't really vibe with cramming all your stuff at night to begin with. No, so coming I don't. back at, you know, 9 p.m. and, you know, especially having study. a friend and being like, you know, let's study. I just, you know, I know that's probably yeah. not going to be not going to be no. the most productive time for you. No, that's definitely not my vibe. And the thing is, is that overall, um, the brain is most productive between the hours of 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. and then 4 p.m. and 10 p.m. But this varies from person to person. Mm -hmm. So like you were saying, I'm the kind of person where I'm the most productive in the morning. So I'll get up, I'll go work out, I'll come back, shower, and then... At 10 a.m., I'll start reviewing, I'll take a break for lunch, and then I'll study a little bit more. And then come the afternoon when you're feeling that midday slump, I'll take a break. I'll go for a walk, listen to a podcast. Maybe that's when I hang out with friends, whatever. And then I have dinner, maybe review for a couple more hours by myself. But usually, like you were saying, like for me at least, my brain tends to shut off the later it gets at night. Mm -hmm. So around 9.30, 10 o'clock, I'm kind of like I can do little assignments, like assignments online Mm -hmm. or whatever, but I can't really be – in-depth studying are you kind of the same way or are you a night owl because I know that you're not a morning person I'm not a morning person conceptually I want to be a morning person though so it's one of those things Mm -hmm. like once I'm up then I'm glad that I'm up but it's just hard to get to that point but honestly like I like being up um not you know not 8 a.m but like 10 a.m when it's just like cool outside like a nice walk to class or something then it's like my brain is completely awake and I honestly am productive in the mornings but not like 7 a.m morning more like yeah towards the um getting towards noon morning but just to yeah. where it's earlier in the day and because I I really do love feeling like I have gotten something done already I just feel mm-hmm. good about that um so like anxiety doesn't build up about like oh goodness you know I'm not gonna be back until like 8 p.m tonight and then I'm gonna have this this and this to do so ideally I really do like doing stuff earlier in the day But just with classes and sleep and everything, a lot of it does end up being at night. And I am productive at night, too. I think more so than you would probably be. Um, Yeah, I'm not productive at night. Just because that's how my schedule usually usually ends up, and that's what I'm used to. Um, I I enjoy mornings when I get there, but a lot of times I do end up doing stuff around the evening time. And I I honestly am productive, um, unless it starts hitting that point to where – I would be sleeping instead if I didn't have stuff to do. I don't like getting there. But um, yeah. a nice, like, 8 p.m., 9 p.m. Um, usually usually works for me. See, my thing is at night I can't do school productive stuff, but I can do other things, mm-hmm. like, in a productive manner. So, like, I can do stuff for the podcast. I can do stuff for my aunt's boutique. I can work on, like, we have teacher training for yoga sculpt from 6.30 to 10.30 on Tuesday, Thursdays, yeah. and, like, I'm fine when 10 o'clock ro- rolls around and I'm still sitting there with my textbook open learning about anatomy for yoga. Like, that's fine for me, mm-hmm. but I can't sit down and try to write a paper or study for an exam at, like, 10 o'clock, you know? Yeah, makes sense. So, but also that just kind of plays into, like you were saying, a study schedule. So, for me, I know that I'm more productive in the morning, so I block out two hours in the morning to get XYZ done and I block out two hours in the afternoon to get XYZ done and it kind of forces me to be productive and I'm like, okay, that chunk of time is only reserved to work on my global citizenship paper. That 
like chunk of time is only reserved to work on um, my bio exam studying, whatever it may be. Um, so I think that that's also just another tip if you want to talk a little bit more on that. Yeah, and just to hold yourself accountable. So I know when I get done with this little podcast that we're recording right now that I'm going to work on. Oh, hey, on. girl. Are we recording? Oh, I guess. Wasn't aware. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I know when I get done, I'm going to spend some time working on my community health paper that I have, and I'm probably going to sit here until it's done because I'm just telling myself, like, hey, it's due tomorrow. Like, you don't want to be up late tonight doing it. I have some other stuff to do, like, smaller things to do later, which would just be better to do at night. So, like, mm-hmm. this afternoon, I have I don't have anything technically in my schedule until 6, so I'm giving... Oh, same. So I'm giving myself between now, which is almost 2 p.m., um, when we get done until 6 to kind of get that paper done so I kind of I am even though if I don't get it done technically it I have more time but if you constrain yourself then you usually will be more productive yeah and I'm kind of the same way so when we finish this podcast I'm going and I'm meeting up with one of my really good friends and we're just getting a coffee and um chucking up and just having our little thing see that sounds and more then, fun maybe I'll come but yeah sounds good but then I'm going to sit down at that coffee shop. She is to go to class. So when she leaves, I'll sit down at that coffee shop and just grind it out, study for my bio exam, mm-hmm. um, and then come back, have dinner, and I have class at 6 p.m. But that actually leads me into another tip, um, which is do more than just study. So make time to grab lunch with a friend, grab coffee with a friend, take a workout class, go for a walk, get outside, whatever it may be, because it will help your overall mental state so much. And while you say – while you may say like you don't have time, you do. Because if you're sitting in the library studying, chances are your brain is going to shut off at a certain point and you're going to be staring at a brick wall for 10 minutes. Yeah. And we believe it or not, those 10 minutes will add up. Um, and when that happens a couple of times, you could have used those 30, 40 minutes to get outside, to go for a quick run, to leave the library, or even just to go outside and get a coffee with a friend. Um, So you need to take care of your mental and physical health, especially during finals week and your final week of classes. So it's just those little things. Like I know I went up, I got up and went to yoga this morning at 7.15 because I knew I was going to be having a busy day. (laughs) (laughs) But it made me feel good because now my workout's out of the way. So I got my workout in. I'm doing this podcast. I'm going to go grab a coffee with Jensen. And then the rest of the day is just academics. Yeah. And so I kind of. Little busy bee. (laughs) I just kind of time blocked my schedule. I, you know, you just have to, you have to put in to your schedule things that make you happy besides just academics. Because I don't know. I feel like it's easy to sit down and be like, okay, from 10 to 12, I'm going to do this paper. And from 12 to 2, I'm going to study for this thing. And then from 2 to 4, I'm going to do this. And then I have class from 6 to 8. And you're not like, going to – that's not how it's going to go. <laughs> that's just no, not that's how it's not how it's going to go at all. So be realistic with yourself. That's not even a tip that I wrote down. But, like, just be realistic. Don't have unrealistic expectations of Definitely. how studying is going to go and be okay with it. You would be proud of me. This is a little side story. But um, Ooh, I'm excited. Well, I've been looking into doing some yoga um, because I know. Is it your back? <laughs> yeah, because so I've been having really bad back problems. I can't believe that wasn't my low. Oh my goodness. I've been having horrid back pain. That was definitely a last week thing more than this week. So that's why it didn't come to my head. But my yeah. back has been giving me a time. I'm literally a six year old grandma. Um, <laughs> love that for me. But I've really been looking into doing yoga. And I always like when I work out, I always appreciate it. Um, well, I mean, I make myself do it, but I'm always so glad I did. And 
I my like dance is slowing down. Usually I have dance practice throughout the week, but it's slowing down mm-hmm. because we're just we did our last performance and everything, so we don't really have to practice anymore. So I'm just like not as active I was as I would want to be. So I actually got the um got the schedule for all the classes at our gym. Yeah. And yeah, I was well, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get mad at me because this is another oh, South goodness. Carolina versus Colorado thing. But last night it was like cold and rainy and there was a yoga Okay, how cold? It was um, like it was like thirty something like really cold um okay it it really this is like the first the first day yesterday was the first day that it really was like holy crap like I need to put on five layers of clothes like it really was cold um and just it was so much wind and wind chill and all Mm -hmm. that stuff that obviously makes a big difference it does make a big difference like today is cold but it's not as cold as yesterday because the wind um Anyway, point being is I was going to go to yoga, but it was at, we have two gyms. We have like the new one and then we have the old one that like when my parents used to go here, that was their gym. And so the yoga class was at the old gym, which is like significantly farther away. And I literally didn't go because I didn't want to, it's like too close to drive, but too far to walk. Oh, I and so, hate that. So I literally didn't go because of the weather. And I was like, all day, I was like, I think I'm going to go. You know, like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to like <laughs> it. And then I ended up going just because it was miserable weather. But there's no parking spaces even around there. So it's like, yeah, it's just, it would be like a 20-minute walk in like the freezing cold. No, that's and, not like, worth it. And like halfway drizzling rain and wind. And I was like, not. Nah. But yeah. point being, I'm I'm trying. I'm trying you. for I you. Would- Thank you. I went to yoga on Monday because I, my friend Haley and I always go on Monday mornings at 7.15 and it's just kind of how we get our week started. It's so early. I cannot and believe that. <laughs> I know, but I love it. You wake up at 6.45, you leave at 7, you're fine. Um, yeah. But we, we got three inches of snow on Monday and Carolina girl over here does not know how to drive in snow. I can't do it. My little red rogue was, she was trying, but we just kept fishtailing and we're like going down the road and it's snowing so hard and there's a stop sign and I like braked and my car just kept going and so I just went (laughs) straight through this intersection and Haley looked at me and she was like pretty sure it was a yield sign anyway like don't worry about it um I hope that just reminded me because you were like I couldn't go because of the weather and that was like that was one of those mornings where I probably shouldn't have have gone gone because of the weather But priorities, you know? Yeah, I'm just so, so proud, of you, proud of you. Thank you. Okay, so I think we have two little mini tips um, just kind of r- to wrap up our 10 tips and tricks. Yeah. I feel like this is probably a longer episode. I feel like we've been talking for a while. Who knows? It, this has either been like 30 minutes or it's like five hours at this point. We'll, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, Emma gave this tip. We have a Google Doc where we like kind of brainstorm our ideas before the podcast. Yes. Um, and I thought that this was very insightful of you. Thank she you. She said, pay attention in class. LOL. <laughs> it was also at the end of Which, it. LOL was actually at the pay end of Pay attention it. in class, but LOL. That always helps is my bullet yes. point. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's very true. Like all jokes aside, if you go to class, like we were saying, whether or not attendance is mandatory, you're paying for those classes. You might as well go and you might as well pay attention. It's super easy to sit in class and be on your computer or be on your phone. So um, it's but- so easy, but really just like the biggest study tip that you can give yourself is to physically get up, sit in the classroom, pay attention, take some notes, and that's going to be the, like, best foundation possible because even when you're going over stuff you're, like, already familiar, you are going to be more confident with 
your ability and like m- professors are smart like they and they say stuff with a lot of intentionality um mm-hmm. especially in my public health class that I keep bringing up she is so um I guess intricate with what she chooses to say and so specific with yeah. what she chooses to say that sometimes like she'll reiterate things a few times like we'll never take notes on it it won't be on a slide but she'll like mention it a few times and then lo and behold it's on our exam and she does that with such intentionality but yeah if I wouldn't have been to class I would have never even had a shot at getting that question right exactly and then kind of going off of that the concepts build each time. Mm-hmm. So each time you go to class, like if you didn't know what's happened, like what happened in the past two class periods, you're going to be lost and chances are you're going to have to play catch up and that's not fun for anybody. Definitely not. So go to class and then the last tip is just study a little bit along the way because then, like I was saying, the concepts build, you won't be confused. And then instead of having to cram the night before an exam and pull an all-nighter, which we've already discussed, is not good for your health. Not the move. Um, definitely not the move. Just learn a little bit along the way. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm guilty of not doing this. Like, for certain classes, I'll be like, oh, I like the material. I don't mind, like, studying a little bit each week. But, like, for my bio class, I just go to class. I kind of go through the routine of it. And now I am ex- I have an exam on Friday, and I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, yeah, it's I don't hard. know anything. It's hard, um, but it's just – it's something that will really help you in the long run. It's obviously easier said than done. But um, yeah, don't let yourself get behind because then you're going to be so much more stressed out. Um, two of my roommates are in this really hard chemistry class. Um, they were an organic chemistry. It's a specific name Ooh. of it. But O-chem um, is not fun for anybody. No, from what I've, I've heard. never heard of that. So I, I don't have to take <laughs> O-chem. I took um, like chem 111, which is like the first and then 112. But luckily for public health majors, we don't have to go any farther than that with chemistry. But I mean, every day they come home from come home from class, they're super confused and they get together and they talk it out and like actually grasp the concept before they go to class the next day because everything just builds on you. And like, yes, it is hard, but if, you know, it's not going to go away, it's not going to never it's gonna it's gonna never be easy so you have to just stay on top of it do yourself the favor of really actually learning the content and setting yourself up to be successful yeah exactly so I think that that is all of our tips and tricks for you guys this week um I hope that you guys enjoyed the episode and um just that we gave you guys a little bit of insight um, going into your finals and into your final week of classes. Emma's over here literally writing me notes. We FaceTime each other to report this <laughs> podcast. She's writing me notes as I'm trying to give the outro. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, anyways, um, thank you guys so much for listening. Like I mentioned in last week's episode, um, we are going to have a special guest, Maria Rigo, on the show next week to talk to you guys a little bit about melts and bodies. And the mind-body connection. And then the week after that, Emma, you're going to be back with us. I will be back. Oh, my gosh. So excited. I know. Okay. So um, we'll be active on Instagram. I'll get some get-to-know-you type things out there for Emma so you guys can know who she is. Um, Just a little brief rundown. We are best friends. We've been best friends since we were, like, children. Small children. Yeah. Like, one-year-old. Infant children. Um, So... So it's just really exciting that she's doing the show with me. I'm super grateful for her, Aww. and I'm sure you guys are grateful because now there's less likes and ums. Like ummers. Uh, we love them. <laughs> oh, yes. That's what I so call So anyways, them. like ummers. Like ummers. <laughs> okay. Well, that concludes this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye.